This week's coffee is going to be Bolivia, Tapilaya, Jantun Colo Mountain. everybody and welcome to In My Mug episode 184. Still singing. Um, and today I am on a mazy, mazy, crazy, mazy, crazy mad uh, rush uh, on my hands again as this weekend I have a super busy weekend so I'm throwing this out there and hoping that it's going to be good. Uh, I'm off to the Heineken Cup final to watch Leinster, my adopted rugby union team um, in the finals at Twickenham. Um, I leave in around about two hours' time. Um, I'll be editing this on the laptop on the train on the way home. And then on Sunday, I'm in Manchester doing a 10K race, um, which is a big deal race, actually. It's meant to be really well. I'm, not, I'm sorry I'm turning into a racing ball, and I do apologise. Like, running was never meant to be part of In My Mug. Um, well, I did last week, I said I was doing a 10K locally, and I knocked a minute and 40 seconds off my best ever 10K time. And I'm, I'm all very proud and pleased with myself. Anyway, coffee. So, uh, we're going to take a little break from Africa, where we seem to be spending a lot of our time. Um, we're going to head back to familiar territory of Bolivia. And I know that we've seen a lot of coffees from Bolivia this year, but this has been down to the amazing relationships that we've been able to build in Bolivia. Uh, a stunning place with stunning coffees, uh, and kind of man like manufactured for a coffee buyer like me, so small farms, often 50, 60 bag plots, uh, producers where it's their primary income, that's how they make their money, um, which is good for somebody buying like me because we can make a difference to their, you know, their living standards and the prices that they would normally get. And a vastly untouched area by specialty buyers. Um, I think people haven't really focused on Bolivia so much. Um, I kind of fairly early on realized that they've got great plant stock, uh, they've got great altitude, uh, and we found a great exporter that really wanted to help us and work with us. Um, it's a country I've been to three times, uh, which is as many as any I've revisited. Um, equal with Nicaragua. But then in July, I'm going back again. I've, I'm, I'm about to book my flights before I go in the next couple of hours to, to sort all that out. So really excited about Bolivia, continue to be excited about it. And here we have one that is super different. Um, it's a bit of a confused personality. It says Bolivian on the bag. It says Bolivian on the sacks. But when I cup it, I know I said we're taking a break from Africa. But it has an African influence in there, like a really good washed African. Um, and I think that's very interesting. So the name Tapalaya uh, is the name of the town, or as they call it in Bolivia, the colony. Um, formed in 1962 and um, is part of the municipality of Karanavi. Um, the region started to grow coffee in 1975 where the government kind of went in and promoted this and helped people get started with growing coffee. Um, and it's around about 14 miles from Karanavi, which is the, big, the nearest big city. Uh, town has a population of 750 people, of which 150 of them have had an influence in this cup. So 150 of them are coffee producers. 
uh, each of them owning around about two or three hectares each uh, on the Jantun mountain. Um, and this is where the majority of this has come from because there are some different parts of Tapalaya, but Jantun mountain is where this one is from. Varietals, uh, the varietals are very typical for Bolivia. Uh, think Ketura, Katayi and Tipica, very typical. Um, altitude is not typical. It's 1,200 metres to 1,600 metres above sea level, which is quite low for Bolivia. Um, interestingly, the only other Bolivian that we bought that was close to that in altitude was uh, Copacabana. And this coffee shares lots of the characteristics and similar tastes to the Copacabana. So there's obviously something with that region or, or, or with Bolivia and washed coffees and that altitude where you get a very um, definite kind of profile. So, some numbers. Uh, nearest town is Caranavi, which is 14 kilometres away, uh, near to the colony of Kauain. Uh, varietals are Katura, Tipica, Katayi. Population of 750 people, of which 150 are coffee producers, uh, each owning around about two to three hectares each. Um, it produces around about 240 quintales of coffee uh, a year. Uh, altitude 1200 to 1600 uh, and it's a washed uh, a washed coffee submerged in water a real washed proper as we know it uh, washed coffee um, I think that's it so I uh, no map bit this week I am going to show you on the screen now a little bit of where it is in relation to other farms that we've bought from there I hope if I failed I apologize um, it's, it's definitely one of those days where I don't know how I'm going to get everything done before I go. Um, so yes. Um, Wheel of Death, should bring out the Wheel of Death. Is it that way or is it that way? It's one of the ways. Uh, is it that way? It's that way. So we'll bring out the Wheel of Death and this week it's going to be Chemex. I like my Chemex. Uh, and I know that this coffee is going to be amazing in the Chemex. Uh, so I am very excited that I, 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 I pull a longer straw today instead of a short straw. So uh, I'm going to wipe you on pause, I'm going to go and make delicious coffee uh, and I'll be back with you in just a second. So I am back, I am going to drive straight into the espresso as I always do. Now on the aroma, you can tell that there's something different going on here. So. Zing! It is fruity. You get lime. On the back end, I'm getting lots of pineapple. I just think it's delicious. I think it's like this coffee is going to get better through the drinks, and already it's starting well. I scored this coffee super high on the cupping table. It's just so transparent, and that acidity just really cuts through. There's sweetness, but you don't even think about the sweetness. It's it's just there, but you it. It is all about the acidity. Into milk. Carrying on with the piccolo theme from last week. I've never drunk as many mini milk drinks as I have since then. Mm. Now, the milk highlights the sweetness again. So all Bolivian coffees for me, the one, certainly the ones we've bought this year, have lots of sweetness in them. I didn't see this one so much in the espresso, but now in the milk, I'm seeing lots more of it. Um, but you're still getting that pineapple and you're still getting that hint of lime come through and it is, it is very, very good.
So. Reusing my cup from the other day, my keep calm and drink coffee one. Wow. So, juicy plums. And I'm thinking dark plums, not light. They've definitely got to be dark, fleshy plums because there's a body there. But that disappears really quickly. What it turns into is this pineapple. And it, it, like, it's took me ages to nail this descriptor. We've had this coffee for three, four months. And is it that long? Three months, maybe? And, and sitting on it because I found it really difficult to, uh, to, to first to get the cuppy notes for it, but also to f I didn't think it was quite as good as it could be. Whereas now, I think it really is in that window of its amazingness. Um, it's just so transparent, so clean. I mean, and the cleanliness starts at the beginning. So what I mean by clean is the flavours are very apparent. There's no harshness or bitterness or uh, roastiness or anything like that. It's just super clean at the start and it carries on straight through. And even now, I'm salivating. It's kind of like, it, it's just so, so clean. It's a super coffee. Uh, I'm, I'm very pleased that we've been able to get it. Right, that's it. We are done. I am going to get my email done and I'm going to get the heck out of here. Um, I'll be editing this on the train, so um, if it isn't as great as normal, and I know the editing isn't always great anyway, please, I, I beg your apologies, um, but the coffee is amazing. So, anyway, life is too short for bad coffee.